Good people of Los Angeles, good people of Seoul, Korea. This is Dweez, coming to you from Gimpo International Airport at gate 37, getting ready to fly back to Haneda, to Tokyo. Man, great, exciting episode for you lined up squeezing in the intro as I'm exiting because it was just packed wall to wall with good times calm times, exciting times times with Ben Chi shout out to Ben Chi football times shout out to Slim and Josh who both gave me their own spirited recommendations over the years simply to visit you know and while there'll be future trips ahead for sure what I'm most excited about is to share this initial trip with all the good FCFC listeners everyone back home had to skip out when the Galaxy Derby match got cancelled because of the rain I got to watch the K-League opening weekend followed following my J-League opening weekend and um, man that was just the tip of the iceberg for how much fun how special and how really eye-opening this trip was for me yes there's tea specifically tea from Hadong down in southern Korea that was real real fine but it's adventure galore there's soundscapes galore a lot of it I recorded on the Tascam, so it's better audio, but some of it I just squeezed onto the iPhone. So, hope you enjoy another international FCFC pod without borders, football culture, football club pod, wherever you listen to it. Love y'all. Wish you were sitting here next to me. But let's all hope in due time you two will be on a flight to Seoul with a face as wide and happy as mine. This is where Slim usually says, I hit him with the warning, and he says, if you've got children in your car, or you're a place you shouldn't be listening to cursing, or extreme detail about tea, or trips to the World Cup spa land, conversations inside the salt room included, then this is probably when you should stop listening and listen again some other time. You wonderful, wonderful people. Much love from Dweez. In Korea. And yes, as they do the safety information, there's a K-pop ad on this Korean Airlines flight. So there you go. I'm just gonna let it run. Enjoy the sounds, y'all. See you on the other side. I'm not going to be
비상구의 위치를 확인해 주세요. 비상구는 표시된 화살표 방향으로 손잡이를 돌리거나 As I record this, I realize it's sort of like I'm taking off on the trip, even though I'm just ending the trip. It's one of those happy accidents when you keep spontaneity at the top of your travel list, y'all. Gonna use this time to also mention that I just had one of the best meals of my life out at Gimpro, right by the airport. There's a hotel nearby which serves Korean style banquet cuisine. I'll share it in the show notes because I don't remember what it is off top. But boy, I'm sitting here just so happy listening to these jams, watching these safety vids, the escape. Slides will be used, and the escape slides in our case are just Josh and Sam's advice columns. They'll help you through anything, y'all. This time for real, see you on the other side. Enjoy the episode. Much love. FCFC.
찾아뵈주신 관람객 여러분 대단히 감사합니다. 이것으로 오늘의 수국적 교대오식 행사를 모두 마치겠습니다. 다음 경례사는 서울역 지하철 1, 4호선 환승역입니다. This stop is 삼성 메인 빌딩. 승객 여러분, 환승 시 반드시 환자 태그를 해주시기 바랍니다. 이 태그 시 추가 요금이 발생합니다. 
I mean, what were they? What were we drinking? What kind of tequila were we drinking? I the, we did have a was, shot of Dawn at the end. I believe nice. it was Jose Cuervo. Yeah, we were just drinking JC. Yeah. JC <laughs> over here in Korea. And it was not what I would recommend unless you're in the specific instance of hanging out with Ben Chi and him resuming those connections with Mexico. Well, there's, could, there could be a possible reunification of it tonight. Oh my so. God, no way, dude. I'm not, I'm not, I refuse. I, I followed you down the tequila rabbit hole for one night. I am not having tequila tonight. I will drink Chungju, I'll drink Korean beer, I'll try some other shit, but keep me away from that shit. No, no, we're not doing that. I'm not doing that. You can do that all you want. Um, you know, you're not being a very good uh, visitor. You're already drinking <laughs> no, milk tea in Korea when you're supposed to be drinking coffee. That's one. Okay, that might be a problem. No, he did He did recommend that I shouldn't get the the tea and I got it anyways. You're right. I'm going against your what the doctor ordered. Yes, of course. But, you know, there's some time. I've got multiple days here. I can, I can try multiple things, which is why we're not going to drink tequila because we already did that. This is true. <laughs> All right, I'm looking at the... Uh, Deluxe taxi, the man just rolled down the window because he thinks he, I want to get in. I don't want to get in, but I'm about to go get on the subway. Ooh, this is the, uh, yep. this is the main subway. station, right? Yep. Seoul Station. Yep, you got to put your mask on though. Got to put my mask on. Got to put my recorder away so I can drink my drink. Can I bring this on the metro? The drink? Yeah, you can. You just can't drink it inside. Okay. Well, just um, spilled on myself a little bit. That's all right. Okay, I'm putting this down. Can't do too many things at once. We'll be back with you shortly. Nice. We are walking up the stairs at the World Cup Stadium here in Seoul. I mean, I'm telling you, bro, it says Seoul World Cup Stadium. It's informative. It tells you right there. It tells you exactly where you are. Uh, There's no need to guess. We're walking to the ticket booth. We got the banners are up. Opening weekend of the K-League. FC Seoul. AKA the black and red, and a little gold in there. A little gold, a little Atlanta United kind of colors yeah, going on. True, yeah. Colorway. Yeah, red's a little bit brighter, but it's a little bit more Asian. Fair. If that if that if that makes sense. And um, yeah, this is the fucking this is this is the stadium where. I mean, that's really this is bringing it full circle. So many people who've been on the pod talked about their, you know, their first good World Cup memory was 2002. This is true. This is really coming full circle here. We're in the we're in the line to cop tickets. I kind of dig that no one, not that many people, you know, bought tickets in advance. They're coming to just old style, just buy some at the turnstiles and yep, that's what we're pay doing. the man and go into the go into the match. Let me just tell you right now, we're gonna buy some good seats. We're buying good seats. Yeah. I'm seeing away team. I'm seeing north, non-reserved, yeah, east doing, reserved. We're doing we're doing the. Uh, Smack that middle of the motherfucking field. We want 50 yard line yeah. right behind the bench so we can heckle. We're not gonna heckle. Um, dude, FC Soul's got a dope crest. I kind of like that it's broken up. I kind of like that there's no hard boundary around it. From 83 to 2004. Oh, it's the 40th anniversary, I guess. But what is, yeah, what, is that, what does that mean, 83 to 2004? Why is 2004 on there, I wonder? Oh, it got reformed, maybe? I don't know. Okay, we're learning. 40th anniversary of the club. Yeah, on the train we saw some some of the first jerseys, and now seeing some scarves pop up. Home team, away team. Got the mountains looming in the distance. Seoul. We're copping tickets. I'll get back with you once we're inside, and I finish my 
now warm but still good milk tea. Standing outside the stadium, Ben's in line for tickets. You can hear the supporters starting their songs. We're about 20 minutes to kick off, so we kind of showed up late. But it's a beautiful day for football. The match, LAFC match, was canceled today back home because of inclement weather. I'm getting in the other line as requested by Ben. Might be a cash only line. I'm not sure. People passing out tickets. People getting hyped. Korea did well in the World Cup, as we all know. Let's see how it goes. I'm fucking that's pod content. That's pod content right there. We we're just passing by people waiting in line and they just have bags on bags of food. I just saw a dude with a tray of chicken. This these guys got an Aunt Annie's pretzel of all things. <laughs> people can bring in their own food here. That's crazy, bro. I mean it was the same in the J League that I saw, but it still astonishes me. Especially in a stadium like this. This is a big stadium. I would think that they'd have like some sort of restrictions and try to get you to buy food, but bro. We live in a capitalistic country. Dude, the opportunity to bring your own food into a football match is it is something I think all the loyal listeners of FCFC and lovers of the game the world over, this, is a, this should be a footballing right, you know? Just part of your ticket should symbolize your ability to bring in fo- uh, food from the outside world. You think so? I think so. I don't, I'm kind of, I don't really like the, and Josh Bice on the most recent podcast talked about his adoration for our corporate overlords, but I just, you know, maybe it's the hippie in me, man. I don't think, I don't think it's, it's uh, necessarily beneficial to very many people, but the people at the very top to force all of us to buy, you know, the same type of food over and over again. That being said, if they had like dope local vendors inside the stadium and like, cool, yeah, if it's like done the right way, but I have a feeling, well, we'll find out when we get in there, but, uh, I have a feeling that's not necessarily the case. That would be terrible. I would actually be very upset. They'll have something. I hope so. (laughs) Even like a fucking bottle of water. (laughs) They'll they'll have stuff. They'll have stuff. Yeah, what are you talking about? FCFC. And you don't have have any... As Sam told me when I told him I was going to come and do a pod with you. He's like, that's great. He doesn't got HR on his ass. (laughs) So you got no HR to worry about. That guy has a plate of sushi. I shit you not, he had an assortment plate of sushi. And he's walking in with it. And he's going to have himself a meal while he catches the match. Ooh, walking through the away sport right now. Away sport. A lot, a lot of blue and kind of a interesting canary yellow. Incheon. Ooh, the Incheons. Yeah, the Incheon Hinchas. Incheon kind of sounds like Hincha. Vincha. Vincha. There you go. Getting a little cold. Yeah, getting a chilly breeze, but we're walking in the sun. We're about to get in the stadium. Ben went up to the ticket window and said, I want seats on the 50-yard line, and I don't care what I got to do to get them. That's my rough translation from the Korean. That's exactly what I said. I said, (laughs) if you're not giving me these tickets, I'm fucking going back. I thought you were going to say, if you're not giving me these, I'm taking them. But, um... Ooh, there's something called a Sky Pub. We could have got there. Ooh, Sky Pub, bro? We might have to run up to the Sky Pub at half. Check it out. Seoul World Cup Stadium, 2002. 
Benchy and Dweez, FCFC in Seoul, 2023. 21 years have elapsed and more football memories are about to begin in this K-League campaign. Who's going to win the league this year? Chunbuk and Kim Moon-hwan is going to score the game-winning goal to win it all. That's some, that's some Gareth Bale level predictions right there. Hey, look, nobody predicted Gareth Bale to do that, so anything is possible. Anything's possible, anything is plausible. We're about to go in, looking at the poster, tagline again of the year is Soul of Soul. 40 years. We'll get back in once we're inside the stadium. So, Ben and I just walked into the stadium and sat down. We, we uh, maybe missed the first 90 seconds or so, but we're pretty much here right at the beginning. And we're sitting closer to the away end. We're kind of in the, in the corner pocket over here. And the, as you can hear, the away support is on point. On point. And they can stop on a dime. So now you're here in the Seoul support. Seoul is kind of weak. I'm not gonna lie, dude. They're for the kinda, for the home fans, oh, they're not really that impressive, to be honest. But that's more impressive than almost anything in MLS. That one section. I don't know. I gotta. Yeah, no, these they, guys, dude. These guys are fucking organized. They yeah. have cadence. They have. I feel like they're reading the game, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Action's right in front of us. We're like eight rows up. Ben got us the good, good ticks. We also managed to grab some chicken. We got some popcorn. We didn't have to bring it in from the outside. They had it for sale inside, along with a ton of others. We're supporting the commerce of the clubs. Yes. So the, 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 the corporations that you were talking about, we're supporting them right now. Yes, we're, <laughs> we're also supporting them. Um, yeah, this the away support is fucking on point. It's a big stadium. It's obviously a World Cup stadium, so. Yo. I just started recording at FC Seoul, put themselves up 1-0, about 30 minutes in, a good strike, far post, around the top of the area, Ben's filming, I'm yapping, guys behind me are saying Kego Lasso, and it was a Kego Lasso. Impressive, dude. That was a really, really good quality goal right there. Look at that. Look at that little curler. Oh. That little Kegolazo. Kegolazo right there. That's a little Carlos Vela right there. I'm not gonna lie, dude. That's a that's a Ben. Wow. Hey, Ben. Will we ever see Carlos Vela in the K League? <laughs> will we? When will we see him in the K League? It's the bigger How question. How crazy would that be if he came to play for K League? Well. The Inchon supporters, for the first time 
yet are a little bit quiet, but they're 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 rallying. Wow, now look at Soul, dude. Okay. Soul the Soul the type that don't get impressed easy. They got to be woken up. And that was a goal worthy of waking up for. I'm just I'm just letting the I'm just letting the tape run, giving some of the atmosphere here for our listeners. Number 14 with the goal. Is that Thierry Henry number? Thierry Henry Bender? The last match you were at, if I'm not mistaken, was Korea versus Brazil in Qatar. That was the last match. How does it feel to be back in a stadium? It's, it, you know what? I didn't even think about that. That's actually, it's actually pretty exciting. Isn't it great? Isn't football just great? You get in here, the boys are running, the atmosphere is buzzing. I, I think it's just, you know, it's, it's unavoidable. I just love soccer. Ben and I just woofed down some nice, warm fish cake and uh, some Korean fried chicken. We're really taking in the atmosphere at this match. Enjoying the hell out of ourselves. The last time we were both in a stadium was when Portugal, Korea played and yeah, Korea was, was got the last minute goal that sent them into the next round. You think that Korea's success in this World Cup boosts interest? Have you have you felt like it, it's, it's been a ratchet it up a little bit or it's it's always a football country football's no. football's the biggest sport is it not no i think baseball's Korea's still bigger sport. i think so but i'm also i also don't live here so like i i don't know you, know you don't I mean? live here but you're living here yes <laughs> Really great match to start the year in the K League. I gotta say, you know, players I mean, don't look like they're in preseason. They look like they're they're buzzing. They're they're going in. They're getting stuck in for challenges. I would say the level is pretty decent. We've seen some we've seen some good uh, some dribble some good dribbles, some hard tackles, and that incredible goal. Yeah. Ben's moving on to the popcorn. We saw the popcorn on the way in. We had to get some. Popcorn is a must. Popcorn. Tell me about your love for popcorn because it's new to me. News to me. Well, I like butter popcorn. And what I like to do is if I had the option, I would love to add butter, maybe like a third of the way of filling the bucket, then halfway, and then the rest. So we have an even amount of butter. What is the flavoring on this? Very good. It's like I think it's like a half and half, like a regular and then some caramel. But the caramel's not too strong, which is why I like it. Got some subtle caramel flavoring to go with that spicy fried chicken, which did have a nice punch to it. 
I'm just continue to be impressed by these Incheon things. I'm, I gotta give Seoul a little bit of credit because after that goal, they were kind of going hype. But maybe it's like a sing when you're winning kind of deal. Uh, sing when they're winning. Well, they're winning, but they're not singing. The flag bearers are a little tired right now. Yeah, they they, they let it down a little bit. Their flag game is on point though. They got some decent banderas there. But you know, one thing I have to say is that I always, whenever I go to a stadium, I always do kind of compare fans to our fans. Yeah. There, that like that would not even be imaginable in the North End. No. Like there would be the flags never stop flying. Yeah. And it's for those who've waved the flags. No, it is not easy on the arms. You got to my my strategy is every usually about every seven minutes I'll change hands and I'll put the left over the right or the right over the left just because my shoulders get so tired but I've never had to do the big 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 dogs either so I always just use a little TSV flag but I, I do just, my damnedest I feel like if there was anybody any guy that can get a girl to squirt it would be a flag bearer well there you go <laughs> we didn't we didn't know that that's where we were taking it but we're taking it there because you know what this is the Benji special episode in Seoul, his second home. City where he's living now. Perhaps bi-coastal going forward. I hope it's bi-coastal going forward, because if if this is what it's like to come to a K-League game, I think we gotta get more and more. Woo! What a save. What a save. Good rip from outside the area. Outside of the foot, outside of the foot. Deflected over the top. On the volley. Incheon's got a corner out of it. Let's see if they can uh, level here. They're going to do their goal chant. Here comes the goal chant. Soul cleared it away. But no, I was saying, if this is what a match is like, we got to get... Weezer's pauses are caused by excitement on the pitch. Excitement on the pitch. We got to get more of the FCFC listeners and the TSG faithful and anyone really connected to this culture out here because this is fucking dope. It's a lot of organization, some good football, some good food, and a beautiful stadium. Classic 2002 World Cup Stadium. Oh, Seoul, Seoul almost got a second. They got they got a rebound now on the follow-up. I'm trying to do my best Dave Denholm impression. It's doing not very well. Ball was deflected safely into the keeper's hands. All right. But sure, turn off the recorder. We'll get back with you guys shortly as I eat this popcorn and lap up the deliciousness that is K-League opening day. Halftime. Seoul World Cup Stadium. Score 1-0. FC Seoul over Incheon. Halftime action. Got some youth players getting some love, right? Is that, is that right? I just had to wrap myself in my Mikel Arteta scarf. And Benchy told me I have great taste, as always. And that was very nice of you. How cold is it? How, how cold? What would you compare it to for people in LA? Uh, 
Uh, it feels like we're in Big Bear. Feels like we're in Big Bear in January? Yes. Yes. At night? Yes. The sun is slowly fading. The banners overhead are still still in the light, in the shadow. But it's going to get pretty fucking cold here in about an hour when the sun is completely down. How are we going to survive? Through our burning passion for football. Yes, our burning passion is what will keep us warm. So you haven't been to a K-League game probably since before the pandemic, right? No, I've been to a K-League game in Jeju, in the island, for the last game of the season. Last season. Last season. Okay. And it was trouble. I originally flew there on purpose to go watch Moon play, and then he got injured. That fucker. How was the atmosphere there? Uh, because it was the end of the season. And they weren't playing for anything. Just kind of mid. It definitely wasn't like this. I'll tell you that for sure. Yeah. And I will say that the halftime DJ uh, is getting the crowd pretty lit. They got the camera angles zooming in on people and they're losing their minds. I might have to get up and embarrass Ben and be the white dude dancing around trying to keep warm. I think that if you get on screen, it would be wise for you to take your shirt off. If I get on screen, I'm going to take my shirt off so I can show my TSG fucking 5v5 Supporters Cup uh, jersey. Shout out to Coach Creeps. I'm wearing the jersey right now, my TSG jersey. It's on underneath, of course, a sweatshirt, which is underneath the jacket, which is now underneath the scarf because it is fucking cold. And my toes, my toes are feeling it. If I could just get on the field with these boys and knock the ball around, I think I'd be warmed up. Do you ever play pickup here? Do you ever go uh, out get out yeah, and play? Yeah, I played, I played before. We could have played today. Uh, usually on Saturdays, they got a little pickup? No, we could have played today actually near my house, uh, but it's not very what are, what are we what are they talking about, Ben? What do we what do we got? For the first person that goes crazy and stands up? Yeah. I'm standing up. I'm going crazy. I want the gift. 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 Give me the gift. Give me the gift. Give me the gift. Give me the gift. Look for the guy with the beard and give him the gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give him the gift. Yeah, yeah. Give him the gift. Give him the gift. Give him the gift. Up, oh, it's over. I've lost the gift. As Ben records me, as I record myself. If there could be a third person filming this, then there'd be some meta shit going on. All right, I'm just yapping at this point. I'm going to get back with you guys probably in the second half or after the match. Uh, we're having a ball here, apart from the temperature. But even that makes it part of the fun. It's all part of the fun. And the people of Seoul have shown out for their first match of the season. We'll be back. Listeners, we are back. I'm in the concourse, just having disposed of my garbage from a nice snack. And I am looking at a beautiful photo of a magpie eating some pizza. You might ask yourself, why is that in the concourse? Well, at this beautiful Grass of Seoul World Cup Stadium informative booth, which proves Ben's point that he's been telling me all day, which is that 
Korea likes to inform you and keep you informed at all times. It says, make sure to dispose of trash and garbage cans after the game because magpies, the bird magpies, feed on leftovers and hide them among the grass. That is so detailed. I'm like, you could just say clean up after yourself because like that's the right thing to do. But there's an actual bird with the thing. I love it. I love that we know the reasons for cleaning our grass, just like we knew how much stoppage time there was, and we know everything about packages when we deliver them in Korea. Yep. Anything else? Anything else I'm missing of the informational variety? Uh, no, I've, well, no, not at the moment. Oh, actually. Yeah, no, not at the moment. I mean, dude, even this how the grass patterns are made, yeah, sure, there's the lawnmower part, but then down here at the bottom it says, the grass is lying towards you look dark green, while the glass is lying in the opposite direction look, d- direction look light green. It's just like, thank you. Thank you for just pr- printing it out, pointing it out, keeping it righteous. I love the concourse. Seoul World Cup Stadium is one of the city's representative cultural spaces. Visit and enjoy various performances and events held at the stadium. Well, you should also take a look at this. I feel like this is an interesting fact right there. No, FIFA-sponsored national team matches can be held in different venues. Wait, what is this? Okay, sorry. Are FIFA-sponsored national team matches prohibited from being held at artificial turf? It says no FIFA-sponsored national team matches can be held on different venues regardless of grass type if the stadium stadium is FIFA-certified. However, a stadium with an artificial field must be certified by FIFA. So we're just getting informed as I'm just trying to come to the bathroom. Oh, my God, wait, is this like a museum? Dude, there's all sorts of cool shit in there. Okay, I'm, I'm keeping this recording right now, bro, because we've got spring, summer, autumn, and winter at the stadium photos. We've got a wall of history, a history road. I mean, I want to see which... Look, at we got Bayer Leverkusen's 2014 tour of the stadium. We got the construction of the stadium. Seoul World Cup Stadium is one of Korea's most famous football stadiums as it was the venue for the 20... What? What? There's a fan store? Wait, look. Let us introduce the history of Seoul's World Cup Stadium that was selected by World Soccer. A UK football magazine is one of the top most beautiful football stadiums in the world. I actually agree with this. This is one of the most beautiful stadiums I've ever been we gotta, to. We gotta go around the other way. Oh wow, there's a there's a really nice uh, Korea national team merch Story. shop here, including some photos from classic matches. Oh wow, K League number one, FC Seoul, history of FC Seoul, 1983. Ooh, all the way to t- this is this is great. If you're coming to Seoul anytime soon, please come to this stadium because you can be informed. You can look at the history of the stadium design. There's a whole exhibition right here. And you love to see it. And we've got, you've got the way you can measure up to players on the field. You've got the 2002 roster. You've got the 2018 Russian roster. You can measure yourself with the players, what some kids are doing on the pitch. This is great. Uh, I'm now actually going to use the bathroom like I told myself I would, and I will not record while I'm doing it. Or should I? (laughs) Uh, I will be back back. These are the authentic ones, the vapor mesh. I don't know if we care about stuff like that. Dude, this is the team store. This is the proper team store, if you're wondering... We did bail out of the stadium with about 10 minutes left so we could check out the team store and because it was freezing. 2-0. FC Souls up. Probably going to end 2-0. Got a signed Messi jersey in here, Korea Football Association. If I was here with the Josh Spices of the world, the Slim Coders of the world, 
I think I would be getting a large bag full of goods. You gonna cop anything, bro? Yeah, I think I'm gonna get one of these. Ooh, but I don't think got a little gray number, a little windbreaker. Team store inside the 2002 World Cup Stadium does not disappoint. You got towels that look like football fields with the Korean Football Association logo in the middle. You got classic kits, you got new kits. You got drawings, you got Tiger's eyes. And you got some nice little K-pop to go with it. Why not? Why not? Why, 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 why not? We out here. Giving you guys the soundscapes and the landscapes of the FCFC Pod Without Borders. Ben's going to buy a second puffy jacket because it's that cold out. Is it not for you? I mean, it's cold, but, you know. You're just a, you're a thug. I'm, no, I'm just enjoying it all, you know? It's, it's as you said, my, my love of football keeps me warm. <laughs> and my love of like travel and being around and hanging out with my mates. Dude, these are these are actually really hard shin guards. Have you seen these? There's these sh there's these shin guards over here from Nassau that have like the Korean flag printed on them for 7001. They're great. If I was going back to LA, I would bring gifts for everyone. But as it happens, there's even AirPods cases with players kits on here. We're just listening to the jams. We're warming up. KFA boot bag. It's beautiful. They're all like small, really small sizes. I think they all probably like sold out. Yeah, they're all small. I mean, this one is like somewhat manageable. Just letting it run. Just letting it run for y'all. This is a soundscape epi. This is a vibe out epi. This is a come visit Korea epi. That's what I did. That's what I did. I found the pin that looks exactly like the the TSG logo. It's a beautiful thing. Get a little pant? A little over, oversized pant action right here. Ooh. What do you think about these right here? The little Korea right here? Those are some nice ones, bro. That's the, isn't this the logo that you based the, yeah, the tiger, the, this, this off of, right? I don't, I don't know. I didn't make that logo. Oh, you didn't make the logo? I think David probably designed that. Mega Man? Hmm. Oh. Someone just scored. Probably in Xi'an. Then pop it in the fitting room. We'll get back with you guys later.
네? 아니 안했습니다 Upon exiting the stadium, Ben and I have decided to just come into what is called World Cup Spa Land, a 24-hour spa that's literally in the stadium. So we're going to a Korean spa at the National Stadium, 2002 World Cup Stadium, and it's amazing. I don't think I should record for this whole time inside, but I'm recording as we're taking our shoes off. Are you excited naked. about this experience? We're going to get naked. I'm going to see your dick. <laughs> Kind of I will probably see anything because I'll have to take off my glasses and then I don't really see much. So if oh. I make a fool out of myself, you just have to tell me I'm breaking the rules. It's going to be hard for you to see anything from me anyway. Oh, he did it to himself. All right. Well, the game is probably wrapped up now. We're literally like in the stadium, in the stadium structure, about to go to the Korean spa. I will tell you how it is afterwards. Good evening. Good night. FCFC pod. <laughs> coming to you live from the salt room. This is the salt room. This is the salt room. Ben and I were walking out of the stadium and we noticed there was the World Cup spa. <laughs> spa land. The World Cup spa land. And we looked at each other, our toes frozen, and said to ourselves, we're going in. And boy, did we make a good decision. That was about two hours ago-ish. We just been two hours. Yeah, probably. Wow. We just had some nice boiled eggs. We had some rice uh, punch. And Ben got a massage. I was just, you know, doing my circuit between the cold plunge and the sauna and the hottest of the tubs some kids were playing around and I learned that I need to wash my body after the sauna I'm, I'm aware of washing my body before I go in but I need to wash my body after sweating in the sauna so all the listeners out there when you go to the spa you know keep, keep yourself washed between those sweaty episodes you know you just don't want to you know it, it makes sense but I'm getting schooled and it feels great as does the salt room. My fear uh, right now is that I could potentially fall asleep and never wake up. Uh, do you have any fears? Mm, I mean, rest assured, this place is 24 hours. So. <laughs> That's problematic. How long, but how long can you spend before people start being like, wait, this guy needs to get out of here? I feel like, I don't know, probably 24 hours. 24 hours. <laughs> You get to 20, hour 25, and they're like, all right. Um, probably send a security guard. Yeah, this guy's... The towel would be like, <laughs> you know when you're like with your brothers or like when you're younger and your brother would wet a towel and just whip you? I don't even know how to, you know, the... Yeah, it's the... Yeah. You guys know what we're talking about. I feel like, I feel like someone's going to come in here and do that to us if we stay here for 25 hours. Which could be possible. I will already say not even finished with my experience, the best feature at a football stadium I've ever been to in my life is the World Cup Spa Land, which is here at the Seoul World Cup Stadium. And if you're listening to this and hearing the relaxation in my voice, it means that you too need to come and take your next footballing vacation in Seoul because goddamn, if we had something like this at LAFC, 
I think I would just overstay my welcome every time. You know what? I I would never go there because it would just be filled with just uh, supporters washing their beers off. <laughs> I feel like beer would just be smelling and coming out of the place and I don't know, I feel like the water would just be filled with all the sweat and, you know. Maybe that's, you know, part of the reason that the sewage pipes under the north end smell bad is because it's just all of our collective sweat draining off into the sewage pipes of Los Angeles. Absolutely disgusting. <laughs> uh, you know what's not disgusting is the fact that we paid the low, low price of like nine bucks and we get to enjoy this wonderful spa experience. So uh, great job, World Cup Spa Land. You know, this has got to be like, okay, you know, I was watching the Galaxy uh, Jersey event. I don't know if it was a reveal or something like that. I think it was a reveal. And it was like this super, like, homage to Freaks and Geeks, the TV show, where, like, you come out on the auditorium, and they're all looking awkward and shoving each other, and, like, you go first, you go first kind of vibe. Okay. And it was a pretty terrible idea. And I was like, okay... Who, I mean, the jerseys were, they, the jerseys looked great. I thought that the jerseys looked pretty amazing. So I'm not just hating for hating's sake. Um, I just thought that the event was absolutely terrible. And I thought to myself, like, dude, there had to be somebody who saw, like, the one-sheeter or, like, the, the PDF or email saying that this is the idea that someone is presenting, right? And then this person, whoever this person is, the Rich Orozco of of LA Galaxy, whoever that person may be, had to be like, you know what, yeah, this is a good idea, let's go with this, right, and approve it, and actually put money and dollars towards this, right? Uh -huh. And then you have to think about the team, and the first team, and the players, like, they're like, oh yeah, okay, so guys, you guys are gonna go to this auditorium place, and you guys are gonna come out, and they had to be also looped into this idea, and not a single person said to themselves, like, this is not something we should do, right, mm -hmm. okay, whatever. The reason why I bring that up, and I'm not, you know, I'm not just rambling here, is that someone had to present this plan of having a spa land in a World Cup <laughs> stadium. <laughs> That's where I was going with this. And someone was like, hey, wouldn't it be amazing if there was a spa, a place where you can come and take a bath and go into a salt room where a person, an American person with a very, very voluptuous, uh, full-on beard come next to a very skinny Korean person that looks like a Q-tip, uh, come and enjoy a moment of relaxation. Of and serenity. Exactly. Oh my god. You know, whoever presented this idea, I want to... <laughs> Like hug them, it's buy the them dinner. Who approved it that needs to be hugged. Okay, well, whoever approved it, whoever was like, you know what, we're doing that. Fuck yeah, man! Because getting yourself relaxed before or after a match is like this is a, this is kind of like a football dream come true that I didn't know I had. I'm a huge fan of the Korean spa. We've been talking about Crystal Spa. Shout out to Crystal Spa. But like, for these two things to come together. 
at this stage in my adult life, there are a few things I want more. Like, it was, it seemed like I invented it out of my dreams. Like, we were walking, I'm like, no, that's not a spa. I thought, like, I was, like, misreading it. And then Ben was like, no, 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 this is a spa. This is World Cup spa land. And so what if we're so happy? Oh, what a great space. What a great country. You know what? What a great town. I, I thought myself to be a pretty creative person at times. And yes. I have a pretty vivid imagination and a wild imagination as well. But the fact that I didn't think of the World Cup Spaland means that I am definitely nowhere near as creative as I thought. Well, and this was like 25 years ago, probably when the idea was approved and started getting built, because this was 21 years ago that the tournament was held. So, I will say, like the outside of this of the salt room that we're in has this this great carving of a of like a footballer like heading a ball. And it's just like, it's subtle. Like the theme is subtle. It's not everywhere. You know, it's not like a theme park, but it, there's this, there is a subtle like reminder that you're always in a World Cup stadium. And while we came in, when we first came in, the match was still underway. And I told Ben, I'm like, there are some supporters above us right now that are still singing, trying to get their squad to score. And here we are relaxing our bodies. Um, I don't know. That's, that's not even a question. That's just a comment. I, I feel like the next FCFC pod episode should be with the guy who presented this plan. That would be... We should, we should track him down. And we should make it a mission to thank him. Oh, my God. And just speak to him. Like, what was going on in your mind when you were thinking about making a sauna and a spa? Like, who comes here? We do. I know, but... <laughs> Forever. Every time, I'll say this, the next time I'm coming to Seoul, I'm coming by ass right back here, dude. This is the top of my list. There's a lot of delicious food here, for sure, and I haven't even started to scratch the surface on that. But this is, right now, the best uh, thing I've ever seen football-wise in a stadium and my favorite Seoul experience thus far. So... Uh, yeah, I want to fucking thank him. I would do a whole, not just one episode, but a series of episodes walking us through every single step of the approval process because he's a hero among people who love football and spas and the crossover between them, which is very much me. This is a niche market that he went after. <laughs> I, think that, I don't think it's, well, maybe it is niche. I don't know. I mean, what's the niche market for people who love rare tea and football? Because that's the niche market I'm going for too, bro. Dude, you are like the rarest of rare niche markets. You are like... <laughs> but this shows that niche market stuff is the best stuff. Like, like you were saying, who, who would have put those two together? But it's like the best combination of all time. Well, like if they had a tea room in here, this would be like where you could get buried. Yeah, like basically. Would, if, if you had an untimely tragic death and I never got to speak to you, I would literally fight Come in Sachi. Here I would fight Sachi to tell her that she, you need to be buried here. To a little, yeah, at least some of the ashes would be spread here because this does bring together um, some real joys in my life. And we got to see some good football out there, too. This, is, this has been a great day. Okay. Maybe started hungover. Maybe I was working on the LAFC book text a little bit earlier today. A little bit hungover, just trying to get it across the line, but, you know... The LAFC game got canceled at the Rose Bowl because it's got rained out, and all that's happening to me, boys, is I'm getting rained on 
by sweat from my own body inside of this wow. salt room. That was poetic. And you know it's the same date, right? 225 here was 225 tomorrow for LA. So right. we technically got to watch a home opener. Even though no one else got Even to watch an opener of any kind. Exactly. Of our beloved I black and gold family. Would you rather be buried in the North End or would you rather be buried here right now? I'm a big believer in spread out my ashes. Oh, fuck. Okay. Um, You can't afford the plane ticket to two different places. Well, considering that I'm here right now, if that untimely death happened, you know, bury me a G, I guess, below the World Cup spotlight. (laughs) But, like, yeah, I mean, when I was living in Expo Park and I was there, then, yeah, bury me there. I don't know. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be wherever I'm at. You know, that's wow. that's that's the level I'm at these okay. days. How about you? Where would you be buried? Um, man, where would I want to be buried in LA? Just in general, anywhere. Where would I want to be buried in general? You told, you just put this question to me, and you told me I could only pick one place. So that's a that's a beautiful question. Honestly. I think I would want to be buried in, God, that's so tough. I think I might want to be buried in Barcelona, man. Mm. Like any specific place there? Maybe Barceloneta, so I could watch topless women all day. Some that even take their bottoms off. Like I guess I could just watch it all day without any interruption or the uh, limitations of mortality, like hunger and tiredness and awkwardness. So wait, so in your, in your definition of being buried, it's not just like you being underground, it's like you get a front row view of whatever happens in that general area. Yeah. So my front row view would just be a bunch of people at the spot, and your front row view would be a... A bunch of naked women. Okay, well. I feel like that would be an amazing time for me. And plus it's sunny and, you know, if I'm going with the waves, I just come and go as I please, and I'm just floating it, you know. That's beautiful. Thank you. I just, yeah, and there's palm trees there. It's a lot of marijuana. And on that note, we're going to have to pick it back up later. <laughs> FCFC pod, we're back. Feeling, describe your bodily feeling after that World Cup Spa Land experience? It feels like Jesus tickled me a little. That's a JC tickling. And I feel like I've got soul at my fingertips. <laughs> my toe, t- my, all the way from my fingers down to my toes. It is nice to be in this city. That's what I feel. You talking about going to a match Going to a spa, hanging out with your mates, going to go eat a, eat some pork belly next. Um, I feel like you've had a very very full day today. I've had like, a great day. Like a very good balance of something that just like brings you all the way up, then brings you all the way down. I feel like you had a very good variety of of things that have happened to you today. Yeah, man. Thanks to you. Thanks oh. to you and your and, and our collective openness to World say, Cup Spalling. <laughs> yeah. um, what's your favorite thing about Seoul? 
Oh, wow. That's a great question. Um, or what are some of your favorite things? Some of my favorite things about Seoul is just the, the convenience. There's just so many levels of convenience at Seoul. Uh, I don't Man, I wish I had some sort of a better answer that was like super No, you could, just, you could just come out come out with it. Convenience is magical in its own way, you know? I love that it's safe. Yes. We talked about this. Uh-huh. Love that it's safe. I love that there's a convenience factor. I love that I am the majority and not the minority here. Uh. It makes me feel very Yeah, what secure. does that feel like? It feels secure. Yeah, it makes me feel very like proud, you know, it's like I know everyone is like me mm. and I am like everyone else. Although, of course, I am a little bit different because I was raised in the States and stuff, but it's an amazing feeling, man. It's an amazing feeling to know that this is like where, you know, like we talk about it, like where my body is supposed to be. Like, mm. you know, like this is where I might, where Koreans you know came from like it's where we belong kind of mm. not belong but you know it's where we can come back it's like i feel like my body knows that i'm here like my home like i don't know it's kind of weird no i i think that you're describing the longing for like a place to feel at home and to feel at rest and i think we all feel that to an extent and to be able to find it and have it and enjoy it i think is a special thing yeah i also think that it's just it's it's really nice to be able to just kind of speak your own language everywhere um you know we are walking down into the subway leaving the world cup stadium stop which what, is also what, dope that it's a whole stop. What was your first impression of Seoul? Very first impression... Well, I actually think meeting your friend yesterday, mm -hmm. you know, leaning out the window, hey, oh, that was kind of like the kind of the image that will stick with me. Oh, wow. That's, I think. Wow, that's, that's so cool. Yeah. Because it was such an unscripted, un, yeah. very natural thing that... You know, it's a very minor moment, right? If I was an artist, I would try to draw it because I really did see this like kind of gold, orangish light and the road was bending down to my left and I saw this like figure swing out of the window and like I said yesterday, I didn't think that she was talking to me. I thought she was talking to somebody else. Uh -huh. And so I kind of spun around and once I realized she was talking to me because I saw your head pop out, I was like, I felt so happy you know like so thrilled i'm in this country i've never been here in my life I've never been in this city and like this person's like joyfully greeting me who i've never met yeah and so i think you know what it's probably the equivalent of you know how like when you're a businessman or a celebrity and you get off a flight and there's someone holding your name wow and it yeah. says like mr but but then imagine that person's really animated yeah and they're like mr dwyer like we're so happy to have you and you're like thank you like amazing you know yeah. instead of just like you walk off and kind of have to find your way or whatever. So I'd say that that's like probably my, my lasting, that will be my lasting first impression, like my first image. Mm. Um, you know, who's to say you can't draw that though? I mean, I could try. I'm not, I'm not a very, I do not feel my strength is in the visual. I don't have the steady hand, but I can always try, you're right. Um, yeah, like, 
having not done a lot of research before I came, mm. having it be a little bit more of a last minute trip, mm. and then sort of intentionally wanting to sort of like see what happens and go with the flow, I think like has allowed for moments like that to stick out where like we were talking about just a second ago at the sauna. If we would have articulated and planned everything down to a T and I told you, hey man, I'm gonna go to like this restaurant on this day and this restaurant on that day and it's really important that I do this and I'm gonna and I can be that way when mm -hmm. it comes to certain things. And um, I really like took my foot off the gas this time and I think like that allows you to have like these more happy moments and like earlier speaking about birds, remember yesterday I talked about birds? I yes. saw this magpie uh -huh. outside of um, outside of the main square of that temple slash yeah. uh -huh. area, yeah, what is it called? Yeah, it's sort of like, I guess, one of the kind of central hubs of Seoul, right? And I saw this magpie and it was just like out on this branch and I had written, I had ghostwritten a whole scene in a book about a magpie that someone sees in Seoul in Seoul? Yeah, because part of the book takes place in Seoul, but I had never been, so I was just researching about what? birds that, yeah, go, and this magpie was there, and then we saw the magpie again in the stadium in that little animation of the uh, pizza, the magpies it, eating it, the pizza, got it, got it. and, like, the symbology that, like, magpies have, which now I don't really remember, but, like, that's going to be a big moment in my head, remembering, because mm. Sachi had just left to go meet up with her friends, and I was getting on the bus to come meet you, and I saw that magpie, like, dancing around, and I took mm. a photo of it. Um, so those little moments, like, you know, when you're in a rush and you have like places to be at certain times, I just, in my experience, I'm not really like open to like noticing these things. But when I'm more like in the moment and mm. in the place, it's like things I see. Planned exactly for something. Yeah. Got it. So these are these are two of my my memories that'll stand out. But you know, I still just got here. Got three more days left. More memories to be made. And I feel like this FCFC is like. You know, we're kind of doing it in reverse because I didn't like start out with like talking about the history of Seoul or the history of Korea or whatever. It's just like it's my first time and I'm just jumping right into it with you. And you've been like a great host in that like you're just sort of like we're just doing things that we like and then just like sort of like approaching it softer instead yeah. of like this more yeah. rigid way. So we have like a sandbox that we're playing in. Yeah, we're just playing in the box. Trains here, getting on. I'm not going to record in the train. We'll get back with you later. FCFC. In Seoul, the adventure continues. FCFC pod, special bonus content later in the day, Monday. Decided to gotta go to gotta go to the Josh Bice one recommendation. He gave me one rec on the way here. It's called Nivel Crack.
cafe, so I'm walking in right now. We're in my Arsenal kit to celebrate Man United's end of their trophy drought. Because they won the Nathan's hot dog eating contest cup earlier today. Ooh. In Naval Crack. Ooh, there's a whole line of Roma kids, Napoli kids, a lot of Italian football kids. Ooh, Arsenal. Arsenal kit for 129 Korean won, baby. A bird camp in here. Here's some goodies. A little Thierry Henry action. He must have known. You know what I don't see? A single Man United kit. Here's a River kit. Some Barca kits. Real Madrid. Man, I'm counting a solid six Arsenal kits. No other English clubs. A bunch of Juventus. Everything else is Italian. This is beautiful. I'm gonna have to. I'm just have to keep rocking this baby. Looking at some of the merch, the Nivellcrack merch. Now I know why Josh wanted me to come here. This is beautiful. Look at these arts on the side. Got a Gloryland, World Cup USA, Bon Jovi. Wow, this is cool. Love it. Thanks for the wreck, Josh Pice. I'm even gonna get coffeeed out. They told me it's a coffee city. Told me it's a coffee city. Gotta get coffeeed out. This is a nibble crack. Love it. Alright, Spice, I'm gonna order me a order me a coffee here. Now that I've calmed down after walk, walking in the cafe, I just want to say I'm drinking my espresso right now. I haven't had an espresso in probably a year and a half, maybe more. I get pretty wild when I start drinking the coffee, but I'm having one in Josh Spice's honor. We're also having an AA, which is the iced Americano. I think A might be something to do with the way that ice sounds in Korean. So AA, iced Americano in the nice nibble crack canteen bottle. The designs are insane here. There's some, a lot of uh, mate references and some South America meets 
South Korea action with some of the imagery in here. There's a great Ronaldinho inspired design on one of the shirts. And yeah, let's just say that the one's recommendation Spice gave me is uh, it's pretty on point in the same way that I would say House of Football kind of accomplishes like an LA American dream. This place, Nivel Crack, really, really uh, does the trick and their merch is insane. So if you're in Korea and you're in Seoul, definitely come take a visit. I'm going to keep drinking my espresso, then we're off to the National Museum. Missy Spice, Missy Slim. Hopefully I survive this caffeine blitz of coffee time with Dweez. Just walked up the stairs at the National Museum of Seoul, or National Museum of Korea, in Seoul, rather. And, wow, you get a really beautiful view of the Radio Korea, or the Korea Tower, Seoul Tower. I'm messing this all up because I've just drank an espresso and I never drink coffee and my mind is racing and it feels like it's in a vice at the same time. I feel excited and terrified. And it's kind of cool to be walking into the National Museum of Korea on the day that I found out via the TSG Slack. Slim Daddy posted that there will be a newly constructed uh, Korean American Museum in Koreatown. So, very fitting. I'm looking at a animation of a tiger on the screen. We're going to the special exhibition gallery, I believe, to look at some porcelain. Because why not? Nivelcrack crack was great, but we got more to do. Raw crab is next. Let's go.
Second coffee of the day, coffee with Dweez in Seoul. Hell Cafe, recommended by the good friend of the pod, the homie Will. I don't think I've ever had a cappuccino in my life, but this is also the softest cappuccino I've ever had in my life. In the best sense of that word. It's all over the stash. Oh boy. Now it's all over the hands, but we jab into the tunes. Thank you. 
어디 좀 That sound you hear is the sound of me breathing here in Seoul, 9.22 in the morning on Monday, February 27th. I'm here alone at the Hye Huam Un gate. I'm probably butchering the pronunciation, forgive me, all the Korean speakers out there. Hui Huam Un is the northeast gate, one of the four small gates in the wall that surrounds Seoul. It was originally called Hong Huam Un when it was built in 1396. Yes, that's 1396, almost, what is that, 827 years ago? But it was renamed Hui Huam Un in 1511. The gate pavilion was demolished in 1928, followed by Hongye, the stone archway, in 1938. Huihuamun was rebuilt at present location 94, slightly further north from the original site. So, this is part of the excursions along Hanyang Dolsang, which runs 18.6k along Mount Baegaksun, Mount Naksun, Mount Namsun, and Mount in Wangsan. So visitors can experience the history and culture of Korea as it passes by many historic sites, including Sungyeimun, Hwanginjimun, and Sukjongmun gates. So I'm looking at this map, right, of Seoul. It's got this wall kind of encompassing a huge swath of the city, and it's just beautiful. Um, Birds are out. Morning traffic is roaring on a Monday morning, weekday morning. I'm uh, hilariously going to run the least steep of the four main sections. And yes, as I was running up here, everyone's looking at me like I'm psychotic because it's cold as winters are in Seoul. And I'm running up mountains. Yeah, it's one degree centigrade right now. Um, and yeah, it's a mountainous city. People are like, why are you running? And I'm like, psycho like me, life like this, you already know. I'm going to be hitting it. Um, 
yeah, it's the last full day I've got here of the four. And had I planned it better, I think I would have loved to do the Bugaksan uh, mountain area, which is the one you got to get a, you actually got to get, you know, bring your passport and get a pass for because it's so close to the, the border, um, I think, with North Korea and it's kind of policed and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I mean, the big thing about this trip for me has just been that I'm completely, you know, ignorant of where all these spots are. So I think in so many ways, you know, this, this trip was spontaneous. A lot of the things I've done here have been spontaneous besides all the, the goodness Ben Chi has queued up for me, my local host here on the ground. But it's both been better because of that, um, because I've been able to really just enjoy whatever I was doing at the time. Um, but it's also been, you know, a huge challenge to my desire to want to plan everything and go everywhere and eat all these things. And it's really, I've seen a huge contract between like the minute by minute planning that people do on trips wanting to get the most out of an experience as they should in many ways and the joys of really just feeling it moment by moment going with the flow not trying to stick too strong to any plan and letting things unfold um yeah lucky enough to even be here to even have a choice like that recognize that not everyone can just pop on a plane from Tokyo and go for two and a half hours over to Seoul on a whim, essentially. But as I walk up these stone gates on the on the least steep portion of the wall, which is what I'm actually running today, I'm, yeah, just really grateful. Grateful that I've met and befriended so many people for whom Korea has a huge place in their heart, whether it's because their families are from there, whether they spent time there or whether through Koreatown in Los Angeles, they've developed an appreciation and a a love for Korean culture to be here and to see, you know, the origin of where a lot of that culture comes from is just, yeah, it's, it's something I don't take lightly. And I wish in so many ways that, you know, Josh and Sam were here with me, other TSG fam were here with me, Sue, Joyce, Deech, Creeps, just like getting Kevin over here, getting everybody over here in a big group would be so fun and so special. Um, And I hope one day we can do that. And for the Ernie's and Fernie's and all the people and TSG and all the people that are friends of the FCFC pod who know how much time we've spent trying to highlight aspects of Korean culture in LA and really just like world culture in LA, it just made me kind of wonder, you know, how, how well can you, this is maybe coming from a little (laughs) place of privilege as someone who's been lucky enough to travel and can make enough to where I can save to travel. But 
how well can you know a city like Los Angeles without ever having gone to Mexico? How well can you know a city like Los Angeles, or at least large portions of the city of Los Angeles, without ever having gone to Korea? And yes, Mexican-American culture and Korean-American culture, Italian-American culture, these cultures are different, you know, than the origin culture by design. You know, they're a, they're a mix. They, you know, we see it all the time, create their own subcultures, but to come to kind of the base and see what's happening here, because it's not all, this isn't stuck in some time warp. There's things happening in Seoul that are moving at a thousand miles an hour alongside the stuff that are a couple thousand years old. So as I'm watching these magpies gently float by in the morning sun, you can hear them crying out. I think the magpie is a very symbolic bird of this part of the world. And I can just say that, yeah, like you get, you know, the, the painting is enriched f- with further color. You get to see more of what's going on. You get to see more detail when you've had a chance to come in and see some of the interpretations of things. And that's like when it comes to food on this trip, I was really torn between the desire to just have everything I already know, only the Korea, real in Korea versions of that. And to try things completely new, whether that's like a modern interpretation of, you know, where Korea food's at or you know, just different dishes that they just simply don't have or don't have a lot of in LA, or at least I hadn't had in LA. And I've really been able to do a bit of both. And the only time (laughs) where I, I kind of intervened that go with the flow lifestyle, that, that, that spontaneity that got me and Ben into the, into the world cup, uh, spa land, that kind of energy was when last night, super late, after I had walked around the city, going to all these tea spots that sort of were really spontaneous. And, you know, Sachi and I met the author, uh, a Korean woman who speaks fluent Japanese, who just recently released in December, like the Real Heads Underground Guide to Seoul for Japanese speakers, you know, of whom there are a ton of visitors here who, you know, Japanese folks love everything going on in in the k-pop world and in the cosmetic world especially like the japanese women they take these you know weekend trips girls trips which is essentially what i hopped on to come here i crashed a girls trip and um yeah this woman wrote a book for all those kind of visitors which is really (laughs) you know on point and like the places that she's sort of queuing up are really well curated almost like a jonathan gold of soul vibe at least for japanese speakers and sachi and i are in this tea place that she recommended yesterday and all of a sudden the author just sits down at a table right next to us and sachi starts talking to her and they start geeking out about the places and she knows kamakura and loves kamakura she's been to japan so many times she kind of has a a, you know an appreciation for japanese culture which is why she wanted to share that and and invite people over here and enjoy like the real soul so that's been a huge part of the guide guiding process <laughs> we got to meet this woman and in the process like the lady she knows is running the tea stop the, the tea place is called tea story and um obviously on brand as spice would say and i got to really get into my bag about <coughs> korean tea which is something a lot of the listeners on the pod have always asked about um, you know, I guess this is really the tea time, tea time with Dwee's portion of the pod, even though I'm not, 
I'm not uh, I'm not drinking any tea right now. I'm off on this run, but maybe running is tea, you know? Maybe tea is whatever it is that we're doing at the time that gets us gets us in our bag, that gets us thinking maybe a little differently than we normally do, and uh, tapping into tapping into different different sorts of vibes. But yeah, I had this moment talking to the the shop purveyor at tea story and she's you know she's hitting me with the knowledge about where the best tea growing areas are i tried a really great yellow tea which is kind of a it's between a green and an oolong on the scale and i've had a few from china before but i'd never had one from i don't think i'd ever had one from outside of china and it was amazing so fine that's a hand hand-picked tea of course and really well made um i think it's at a place called hudong which is at the top of my list for places to go next and it's kind of the the hub of tea growing in Korea so getting out to the farms is going to be high on my priority when I come back with uh with whoever whoever comes over next but um Jeju Island has a ton of tea growing and the bigger company which I was so gracefully received a gift from Ben's friend Hyo featuring the tea from this company it's called Osurok, I think if I'm pronouncing it even in the dimension of correctness but that place is on Jeju Island which is sort of what I understand is sort of like the island getaway for many Koreans and better temperatures um, but they also have this volcanic soil that creates you know a different effect on the agri- agricultural products so suffice it to say for all the people who've asked many times why don't you ever drink Korean tea on the pod and of course we once drank Josh's uh lotus leaf tea from Keo Park uh in LA but you know I, at the end of the day I'm, I am a caffeinated tea guy you know I, I I respect the herbal teas and the the tisanes the you know the non-caffeinated teas as it were but and the blends but I just I like the real stuff you know for me tea is it's like it's like saying someone's a connoisseur of non-alcoholic beer you know it's just yeah it's still beer i guess but at the end of the day the the main component's sort of missing right so it's kind of how i look at the tea world and that's probably me and my own ignorance but it was so nice to to see some of those real deal teas um the sejuk which is the second pluck and then the first pluck which the name's escaping me some of the post-fermented you know teas they're they're trying which are kind of like pours kind of like oolongs they got some black teas out here um but yeah that yellow that yellow tea really blew my mind and it was so cool to to connect um and talk more about tea and and learn more about it. i went to four tea houses yesterday and literally every person i know besides sachi would have been impatient and wanted to kill me by the end and we got teed up till our till our eyes couldn't feel anything but straight looking ahead cold stare feelings um because we were just so jacked up on caffeine but it was hilarious and fun and just so serendipitous to meet you know the author of this book and connect with the owner of the shop just you know that's what that's what the serendipity of travel can bring had we had a more you know dialed in schedule had to be this place at this time or make sure we do this or you know even you know there's that guilt you sense about I want to know more about Korean history, the history of Seoul. I, I could have, you know, gotten way deeper down that. I mean, I barely scraped the surface. I, I know embarrassing little about um, ancient or modern Korean history. And we had walked by the Museum of the King that's 
honored in the main square and the admiral that's honored in the main square but it was just so much information and with so few days I knew we couldn't tackle that too much so I just I leaned into the spontaneity thing and when you only got four days I really feel like that's the way to go and it, we really got the reward for that you know last night when we were at this tea shop and all these really serendipitous beautiful things happened and I really felt and feel just so excited about my future trips to Korea and um I kind of digress from my main point, but when I got off of that and I really had this insistent thing I wanted to do, which <laughs> it's going to be the most either LA or American thing ever, but I wanted to have some barbecue and Ben and I went to a place the night before, but it was closed. And of course, even that we had, we ended up having this, uh, this, this other spot, which, you know, had the tofu or the, the rice cake, the dokbogi, and it was just phenomenal. Um, that for the food there, this eggplant with this drizzle on it, it's next level. I'm not doing a good job of explaining any of these dishes, but that was great. And the, the barbecue place we wanted to go to was close. So of course I'm over here still like, ah, but I kind of want to have barbecue. That was like most people, you know, one of the first types of Korean food I started having regularly as someone living in Los Angeles. And you think you come to Korea, you got to try it. You've got to at least have the samgopsu, the, the pork belly one, which is much more popular. And late at night last night at like midnight i'm sort of like insisting that we try it and we ended up going to a spot that's way too touristy everyone in there's you know either speaking chinese or japanese and you know it it was all right it was all right it was it wasn't terrible but it caused like you know a lot of constraints It, it was the first time on this whole trip where i felt like a even anything resembling like a bad feeling and it was all because of me like it was all because of my insistence that I have a certain type of experience and I, you know, jam that to happen regardless. And so, I don't know. I, I guess my long meandering tea time with Dwee's ramble here is like, if I've learned anything from tea or from running or even from the course of watching a football season, it's that like, you got to enjoy like whatever's going on and not pretend that you can somehow control the outcome of everything that happens because chances are the more you the more you attach yourself and the more you like resist what's going on you know you're setting yourself up to like totally miss out and um you know not experience the opportunities and and the moments that are right there in front of you so you know in many ways I wanted to wait before coming to Korea until I could come with Sam and Josh. We've talked about it so many times. Um, But I feel like when the opportunity came up and I had the open weekend and it just made sense and I took that chance, it was more in line with like going with the flow, just riding it out, doing, doing what's there because, you know, as we all know, we never know when, you know, as we all know, we never know when the next time another pandemic's gonna hit, when something's going to happen in your own life or the world at large that's going to prevent you from doing something that's I don't want to say that you've always wanted although that I did always want to come to Korea but like that you should do because that's what's that's what's like presented in front of you you know some opportunities that are presented to us like this one are something in line with something I've always wanted to do others are just like unexpected and weird and if you're holding too hard on to like the person you think you're supposed to be or the things you've done in the past, that opportunity is going to squeeze by you and you're going to miss it because you're too attached to this, this story you're telling yourself about who you are. And, um, 
I guess this is all to say, like, I'm so happy to be here. I'm so grateful to be here. Um, I obviously miss, miss everyone, you know, dearly, deeply. And, you know, talking to Ben, one thing I realized is like, you know, he misses his friends out here too, you know, and that's the cost of doing business sometimes when you choose to go, you know, spend, live abroad or spend large portions of it abroad. But this podcast has been able to help me even in this moment, as I'm standing on this wall in the middle of Seoul by myself on a Monday morning, like talk to people as if we were in the backyard still, you know, and the backyard is gone, but as cheesy and corny and as much as Slim would want to throw me, you know, under the bus for saying something like this, it's like the backyard is also in, is a state of mind. It's a state of mind. And, um, I'm in that, this is almost make, give me a little bit of tears here, but, um, I'm gonna keep it tucked. This is, I'm in that state of mind as I'm walking on this wall right now, um, because it's the direct result of all those days, those conversations that I'm here making the connections I am, having the experiences I am, being as open as I am to stuff because all the guests of the pod, the, my, my co-hosts and the listeners have really helped me crack open the world in a new way, um, and maybe this next phase of the pod or part of this next phase of the pod will have to do with just like the club tries to, you know, bring the world's game to the world city or the world city, the world's game. Maybe we're bringing, you know, aspects of the world into L.A. because it's not a one way door. It's not just, hey, when you're in L.A., here are the here's the rest of the world. Well, all those places of the world had to come in to L.A. somehow and coming and tracing some of that that origin, whether it's the origin of football, or origin of a favorite food or origin of another cultural rabbit hole that you could go in or, you know, even the origin of, you know, different historical things. Like you could, you can keep going back there. So I don't know. This is unscripted dweez coming to you live with tea with tea with dweez. I guess my recommendation, if we're going to hit the recommendations for the day is man, you just gotta, you gotta learn Or you've got to unlearn all of the barriers that are keeping you from taking advantage of whatever is in front of you right now. And that's vague as hell. I don't know if that's the same recommendation as throw on Netflix and watch a certain documentary. But, you know, tap in with where you really are and see what see what see what there is. And it might be something small. It might be something big. It might be a trip. It might be a job. It might be a away day, you know? Um, but if something opens up for you, I think you, you need to honor it and, uh, appreciate, you know, the moment in time you have on the earth and all the other factors that are adding up to you getting a chance to do something and take advantage of that because it's just, it might never come again. So recommendation number one, recommendation number two, come to fucking soul. Soul Soul is, soul is amazing. I'm, I'm on this, this like, wall here one of the gates running the city looking up at these other mountains that are even further in the distance and i'm like dying to get up there so whether you're an outdoors person whether you're a food person whether you're a heavy drinker whether you're a culture head football head whether you are new to korean culture or you're seasoned in it i mean i even want to remind my my korean american friends who either haven't been out here yet or haven't been for a while like dude souls like got tons of dope shit going on right now Um, I'm only really, really scratching the surface of the surface of the surface. And I can already tell that, you know, I'm going to be back and 
I'm going to be out to the tea farms and there'll be a future FCFC episode, which is going to be even <laughs> more down some rabbit holes. But um, yeah, I guess thank you, Soul. Thank you, Ben Chi, especially. Thank you to Sam and Josh for helping open up doors to Korean culture for me. Um, thank you to Sachi's three friends who let me crash their girls trip <laughs> completely uninvited. And I was just like, I'm going. Um, and thank you, listeners, who, whether you're enjoying this, you know, meandering conversation I'm having with myself on this wall as I pace back and forth, or whether you came here to, to, to hit just the regular LAFC culture stuff, like, I hope that you see what I see, which is that it's always, it's always a mirror unto itself, as Roger Bennett once said about football, it's a mirror, and if football's a mirror to the world, then we've got to also like take time and look at the world and, and in so doing, we can better appreciate football just as if we better appreciate football, we can better appreciate the world. So there's that unscripted classic dweez. I haven't even had my tea this morning. So that's probably the reason that this tea with dweez is especially gnarly. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll do what everyone said and just turn this into a coffee day. Um, <laughs> what I asked, what I asked, uh, everybody they're like yeah you know what coffee it's more of a coffee city but it's not true there's always tea if you know where to find it and korea has a rich tea tradition which i'm excited to learn more about but i'm off gonna complete this run gonna meet up at some markets gonna have some raw crab might meet up with ben and have a little italian or a korean style italian pasta later who knows who knows what i'm gonna get into I'm trying to live by the sweet of my pants got about 24 hours left in seoul on this first venture here. Thank you for joining with me. Thank you for rocking with us. Um, I hope you have a great day wherever you're at. This has been another episode. This is where Slim would normally say this, but this has been another episode of the FCFC pod. We fucking love you guys. That's it. I'm here with another informational panel that I feel is very important and maybe will entice listeners further. Seoul City Wall was built for the defense of the city of Seoul, the capital of Joseon, to demark the city's boundary. It served as a wall, a city wall, for 514 years, 
from 1396 to 1910, longer than any other city wall in the world. Seoul City has four main gates and four auxiliary gates. So there you go. I'm back on the trail. Come to Seoul. Come check out these walls. Come check out these walls. Break down the walls. Slim would make a sex joke here and I'm not going to. Bye. FSA, FSA, FCFC. 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 FSA, FSA, F